Welcome, fellow Luminaries, to another episode of Quest for Five, your guide to the enchanting world of Disney Loracana. We're your hosts, I'm Faith, and with me is my co-host, Michael. And today we're going to be talking about big news, strategy with cards revealed this week, and our usual rounds of recounting our experience at Organized Play before opening some packs. But first, here's a fun Disney joke to start off the episode with. Um, okay. <laughs> Which Disney princess makes the best corny Disney jokes? Who? <laughs> Rapunzel. <laughs> wow. And this week's news. In a message from Team Lorcana on Discord, the reprint was confirmed to only be for booster packs and starter decks. And we were also confirmed that in early 2024, the team will also be expanding the game to 10 new countries, including Spain, Portugal, Sweden, Norway, Finland, Denmark, Czechia or the Czech Republic, Slovakia, Poland, and Mexico, and will be reprinting the first two sets to ensure these markets have access to them. This is the key part here too. This will occur while the third set is being released, and we can expect it sometime between January and March. Officially, the press release says early 2024. Although it seems most of these regions will not be getting a native language version, as the press release reads, quote, Alongside its expansion into new countries, the Disney Lorcana TCG will be available in Italian starting with the third set. Italian will be the fourth language for the game, which is also available in English, French, and German languages, end quote. All right, Faith, can you share with us the first card that got revealed this week? The first card is an amber card called Last Stand. It is an action. It has a two play cost and you cannot ink it. You can banish chosen characters who is challenged this turn. Cool. And this is definitely like a silver bullet card. Um, I'm really excited about it because like you could use something like Pascal um, or any kind of throwaway character and combine it with Last Stand and throw them. Um, you can just take down anyone like a dragon. Uh, that's, you know, we're going to be seeing more dragons, I think, in this set. Uh, but they're going to be able to take out any of those, like, big characters like Maui, even. Mm -hmm. um, that would be a good counter. Um, but, you know, the, the counter to this is obviously, like, Ward. So something like Aladdin, the, the, am the, uh, am the Amethyst Aladdin, who gives himself Ward, um, is able to protect himself from this, and so is the Bell. Um, that gives Aurora. Aurora yeah. That gives ward to all of the characters, all of your characters. Um, she's going to be able to protect you against suck this. if you got this card and didn't realize, like, you played it and didn't realize that it was, they all had ward. Yeah, so, again, it's all about, you know, you got to focus on, yeah. you got to know what's happening on the board at all times. Um, I love this card with, like, Gramatala, who's already going to go straight to your inkwell, so you just use her, combine it with Last Stand, Last Stand, and then um, she goes to your inkwell, and you manage. You can take out anyone you want. Um, great combo. I also think another good combo of this is going to be Rockstar Stitch, flood the flood the play area with mm -hmm. low cost characters, and then um, take out some big opponent, and then you leaves you open to just quest a whole lot. Um, also, there's Mickey and his broom, so like Mickey can get his brooms out for cheaper the the sorcerer i think he's amethyst yeah he's amethyst and um so you're going to be able to use those brooms to take out anyone and those are almost throwaway characters anyways that you can just flood the board with but um this is a great counter for that resist keyword that's coming in 
Um, so even if you can't break through that resist, you can still do that damage and then use last stand and take him out. Mm-hmm. Um, another idea for this card is that um, you can combine it with a character that has zero attack power. Mm-hmm. Use that zero attack power to hit someone. And they're still being challenged, so you can still use Last Stand. It doesn't say you have to deal damage to them. It just says you have to challenge them. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a quick note that I did want to say beforehand. Um, some of these strategies I did come up with, but I also do need to give credit that the discussions on Reddit have been really good for kind of fleshing out some of the other strategies that other players are coming up with. So uh, some of this I did pull from Reddit, and some of this I did just come up with myself. So... Uh, just to be totally transparent. My favorite thing the past like couple weeks, actually, honestly, since we started getting into this game, every time he says, look at this, look at my phone, it's him showing me a Reddit post of something of Lorcana related. Yeah, I get a notification every single time a <laughs> post is made to the Lorcana Reddit, and I I read everything. I know you do. <laughs> it's like always open on your phone. I think it's great. I miss nothing. <laughs> I cannot believe how obsessed I have become with this game. Okay, let's move on. Faith, what is the next card? This next card is an item card, and it's a sapphire. It is a fang crossbow. It has a three play cost, and it is inkable. Its ability is careful aim. You can exert this for two ink, and um, you can pick a character that gets minus two attack this turn. You can also exert it to banish a chosen dragon character, but doing so will then banish this item from your play field. First thought is that it is kind of like, in a way, a high-cost item to play. Um, and what I mean is using it in play and not necessarily to place it down. Uh, just having to use two ink each time you want to use the item card. Um, so not really something that's going to be great early on. Mm-hmm. Um, but mid to late game, this is going to be a really helpful card, especially when you might start seeing like dragons. Um, but it might be good to get out early. And at least have that card available. Um, but of course, this does work well because Sapphire already builds up a good ink well. Um, and uh, Sapphire is just great for pairing with higher cost items because you have plenty of ink going on to kind of use in however you want. Um, I do like the dual ability that each one is repeatable or that the first one is repeatable. And then you have like this kind of situationally perfect trade right there where you're like okay i'll get rid of this item to get rid of this like high you know super strong character that's just gonna about to sweep my board Mm -hmm. um so i do like that dual ability usage um i do think that's a that's a great addition especially for this card but dragon is a hardcore limited class at this moment we only have the one from set one Um, i don't because what we talked about the only other movie that a dragon would be in is milan with mushu and the stone dude Oh, and Raya with that main dragon. But, like, I don't know. The way that this card is worded, like, dragon characters, I feel like are going to be a big thing in this release. And I just don't see where they're going to get all those dragon characters from. Yeah. um, I think until they start getting into TV shows. Well, you also have Peach Dragon. um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that could be another one. And, yeah, I don't know if we'll be seeing him just yet. Um, But once they start getting into some cartoon shows that Disney owns... Uh, then we'll start seeing more dragons. Uh, but yeah, it is a very specific card. I don't know how long we'll see Fang Crossbow in organized play. I think, you know, right off the bat, we'll be seeing it a lot. Um, just as people are going to be wanting to play, like Mushu if we get him, or Sisu from Ray and the Last Dragon. 
Um, but I think eventually this card is going to get phased out because there really aren't that many dragons unless they really start getting into the Floodborne, which is totally original characters. Mm -hmm. um, then they could start uh, turning other characters into dragons, you know? And maybe, maybe they make some sorcerer characters who are like reimagined as a dragon or something like that. I think. Um, yeah, like Maleficent was the. I think she's like an evil fairy, and then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so into we'll a we'll be seeing some other options there eventually if they really because we are like I said this is Rise of the Floodborne, so we're gonna be seeing some very reimagined characters coming out in this. Um, so, what is the difference between Floodborne and Dreamborn? Great opportunity to actually clarify that a little bit. So, Dreamborn are characters where they have taken some already uh, set um, like character facet, something about them, and then they kind of like went with it a little bit. And then Floodborne is totally reimagined new versions of that character. Um, so they're, they don't take a specific aspect of that character and run with it. They just go, okay, let's, let's rethink this character from the ground up. What could they be instead? Mm, okay. So like Mickey Mouse being brave little Taylor, where he's like a, a fighter with a giant thing of, with a giant scissor. Mm -hmm. Like that's a totally reimagined character. And where would you see Mickey as this like typical like soldier fighter or kind of roguish like archetype mm -hmm. that he's got about him on that card? So anyways, uh, with this Fang Crossbow, I do have hopes that we're going to get a few dragons in here, and I think it's also a good signal that dragons are just going to be super overpowered. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it's hard to say how long they can keep up dragons being, like, new dragons into this, because Disney does not have that many going on. Not in movies, at least. Yeah. Alright, what's our third card, Faith? Third card is Merlin in his rabbit form. This is an Amethyst card. Um, it is a four-play cost, non-inkable. Um, and his ability is Hoppity Hip. When you play this character and when he leaves play, you may draw a card. He is also a rare card. Right, so first thought is Amethyst is getting more drawability. Shocker. Like, uh, I think that's already like a core strategy for Amethyst cards is just being able to draw and keep building up your hand to have options. Um, I do also want to point out that user environmentalhead14 pointed out on Reddit that the synergy between the bounce action and this card is going to be crazy. Um, so playing Merlin, then bounce and recycle to draw cards and remove opponent's board um, is just going to be fantastic because bounce removes both your card and their card from play. And so just if you had, you know, a couple of both, you could just recycle the strategy mm. and then keep drawing your hand and just keep playing both of these cards. Um, I think there's a great potential for a variety of strategies with adding him into, yeah. into your deck. The only like downside about him that I see is that he is a four play cost and non inkable for only one lore. And I don't know if that's in my like eyes. I don't know if that's quite worth it, but I like his ability. Yeah, well, I guess we'll just have to see what happens in organized play. Mm -hmm. All right, and he doesn't have a very good defense. True, yeah. He only has uh, two strength and three willpower. So he is kind of easy to get, which is why you just want to kind of cycle fast. You want to mm -hmm. be able to play both him and bounce on the same turn or some other card that lets you return or knock him out of play kind of thing. All right, but speaking of Merlin, 
We're going to go right into the same movie with the next card that got revealed that a lot of people are excited about on Reddit. Um, so this one is Madame Mim as a fox. She's also an amethyst. Um, she is a three play cost and she is inkable. And her um, ability is chasing the rabbit. When you play this character, banish her or return another chosen character of yours to your hand. She also has rush, which is really nice when you get into those large games and you can't take things out in one, like, love Rush. Um, she also only has one lore, but I feel better about her than, um, the Merlin and Rabbit form. And she's got a little bit more of, like, a attack power. Yeah, Rush is, uh, a crazy addition, uh, I think with its four strength going on, because, like, you're able to drop down Madame M real quick, and with her Rush, you know, just dealing four damage, you can easily quickly take out um, some low-cost characters. She's going to be great for countering something like the Stitch Rockstar, um, flooding the board with character strategy. I think that, that'll be perfect. Um, or something with, like, Timon that lets you remove a damage when he is played. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, returning Timon to your hand and then putting him right back down is going to be great. Uh, just being able to, like, kind of heal your characters, which Amethyst is not great at. No. Um, question about her, though. When you play this character, banish her or return another chosen character of yours to your hand. If you choose to return another character to your hand, does she still get banished or does she stay on the play? No, it's or. Okay, or. Yeah, so. Wait, this still doesn't make banish her or return. So either way, does she get banished or not? No. When you okay. play this character, you either banish her or you return another chosen character of yours to your hand. Why would anybody want to challenge her then? Well, challenge oh, never doesn't mind. matter. Okay, never mind. I'm, yeah, it's, I it's, understand now. My brain was not clicking with the words on this. Okay. <laughs> so when you play her, you can either choose to remove her immediately or take another character... Back into your hand. That's already in your play? Yes. Okay. So, like, so that's well, like a win-win... I don't know if I like this card. Well, think about it like this. So Timon is a one play cost. Mm -hmm. And when you play him, you heal another character for one damage. And so... That's... Okay, that makes a lot more sense of what you were saying with that. You're going to put down Madame Mim, pick up Timon, and then put him back down because he's only one cost. Uh And then boom, you heal another character, which, like I said earlier, Amethyst is not good at healing. No, okay. And so this is Mm -hmm. that kind of opportunity. Um, Or, like I said... uh, Or... Like, mixing him with Merlin Rabbit, where when you play this character and when he leaves play, you may draw a card. So you can have Merlin down, play Meta Min, return Merlin Mm -hmm, back to your hand, mm -hmm. and then you get to draw another card. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, that makes more sense. There's a lot of synergy uh, with Amethyst, which is already about, like, drawing cards. Okay, never mind. I changed my opinion about her. (laughs) After my brain fully understood what was happening. Yeah, and I think, like I said, Amethyst has a lot of cards that deal with returned cards, mm-hmm. and so she's, yeah, I think she'll Drawing be a great addition. and returning cards to your hand, it has a lot of it. Alright, Faith, let's talk about our cards of the week. I picked Mad Hatter, Gracious Host. He's an Amber with five play cost, inkable, two strength, four willpower. Um, his ability is whenever this character is challenged, you may draw a card, and he has three, uh, three lore for when you quest him. Um... I picked him because I was able to combine him with some other cards. Um, the Eye of Fate, mm-hmm. I think is the one. Eye of Fate, and so I was able to do like five lore in a single turn because I had two eyes out. 
um, and that felt really good. Um, also, I was kind of kind of hoping that some like I didn't get to try this out, but I was hoping that they would. There was a lot of low cost or low strength characters on the board, so I was hoping that I would get attacked a few times, and then so I could draw a couple of cards. Um, that did not happen, uh, but it was a strategy I was kind of hoping for. Uh, but ultimately, still picked him for card of the week. Really loved him. Um, he was just easy to get out. And well, he like snuck up on us too. Mm-hmm. Well, I got him out early because I combined it with uh, uh, Sapphire, and uh-huh. so I built up that Inkwell. Uh, I had five, and I think everyone else had two or three, and so um, I was able to drop Mad Hatter and quickly uh, get ahead of the game uh, with the uh, with the lore count. Yeah, that was he really snuck up on you, us. Um, my card of the week that I picked was Ursula um, Power Hungry. I didn't actually get to play this card um, this week, but I really, I don't know, I always enjoy this card. I love it. I think it's fun. When you play this character, each opponent loses one lore. You may draw a card for each one lore loss this way. And all the games that we played at League this week were like four, at least three people. I think we played like a one-on-one game once. Um, so I was really hoping I would get her out there, but Michael annoyed me, so I was being petty and somebody else won because of it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He focused solely on taking my cards out, and I kept trying to point out that other people were getting really ahead as she was like, nope, I'm going to sweep your board. And I was like, but look, there's Bell, and he has ten cards in his inkwell, and she was like, nope. I'm as long like, as you didn't win, I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but I do think this character has been really good for you because we do play so many uh, multiplayer games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think less and less people are um, at our organized play are wanting to do one-on-ones, um, at least for the people that have been around for a little while mm-hmm. uh, who are consistently showing up. They want to do the multiplayer games. Um just because our, our store takes it so much more relaxed mm-hmm. on, on like any kind of like tournament rules or whatever. It's more like, just show up and please have fun. Yeah, and this card is, she is a seven um, play cost, and she's not inkable, which really sucks to get her early in the game. Well, probably one of the worst things. Um, but she does have three lore, and she has an eight defense. So when I do get her out there, it's amazing. Plus, I get to draw cards, and everybody loses the lore. Which I was really hoping I was going to get to play against you. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> Alright, Faith, what's the best card of the week? The best card of the week that we saw was the Bell. Yep, uh, sh- the Bell Strange but Special. Four ink cost is inkable. Two strength and four willpower. She's only got, at the start, one lore. But her ability, my favorite part... Uh, it comes into effect when you have 10 or more cards in your inkwell. The character gains plus 4 lore, so she plays for 5 lore. And her other ability is read a book, which is during your turn you may put an additional card from your hand into your inkwell face down. So, I mean, she's fantastic. Like, getting her out as early as possible, and then you can just build up that, double up your inkwell, you get to 10, and the next thing you know, you know, if you got her combined with, like, a guardian character, like, she's great. Uh, we have yet to pull a bell. Uh, strange but special but lord am i hoping to get her because i really want to combine her with my tomatoa item deck i think that's the only way that deck's ever going to be like feasible 
Um, but in general, I just want this card because it's such a powerhouse. Uh, we saw it played a couple of times, and she's just really strong. Well, he jumped from like seven points to nineteen in like one turn. Yeah. Well, I think he had. Did he? He had two bells out, right? Um, I think he, had I, two out at I the think same he time. did, but yeah, he went from like five something low points up to like 19 one turn. We were all like, I mean, I wasn't that mad about it because Michael was losing. So. <laughs> yeah, but for this reason, uh, Bell Strange But Special is the card of the week. I also think that, um, another one that would be also a good card of card of the week, um, my mom joined us this week for League and she we taught her how to play this week and she got the hang of it so fast but the maleficent that she kept playing that's the three lore she was playing that card a lot and she was getting a lot of um lore from that and she was playing it really well for a first time player she almost won i think almost every game she played so good for her yeah shout out to nicole it's fine she doesn't watch these she's too busy (laughs) <laughs> uh, she so kindly admitted it to us <laughs> not that she's just too busy doesn't have time that's the same thing that's the same thing well <laughs> you know what it sounds nicer that way okay <laughs> all right let's talk about organized play a little bit more now um as faith pointed out earlier we did play a few four player games and then a couple three player games and then at the very end we had like 20 minutes left and we we're like okay let's just play a quick one-on-one game because um, i want i did bring my experimental deck which was amber and emerald or not amber emerald but sapphire and emerald and i was actually really happy with the way this deck turned out um, if you check out our Twitter or Instagram, you can actually see the exact cards I used in this deck. Um, but it came out working very well for mm-hmm. me. I think, honestly, I'm going to make a couple of small changes to this. Like what? Um, well, I kind of pretty much kept every card from... So, to make this deck, I took the Tomatoa item deck, took out all the ruby cards, and then took out Tomatoa. And then just added in emerald cards and i think so there's a couple of things in here that are still like focused on um being an item deck i'm going to take out like Mm -hmm. if it's not baroque which is a action item or action card that returns an item card from your discard to your hand oh yeah there's just not a lot of players who use item discard cards and so if it's not baroque it's definitely going to come out and I'll probably add in, I think I had a good mix of items, actions, and characters. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe if I could find the right action card that might go in. Yeah. Um, I definitely don't need any more of what we have for Sapphire. So I'm probably going to try and find maybe another Emerald card. Maybe something a little bit uh, stronger. Like uh, like maybe having, um, I don't even know what's out there really uh off the top of my head but like a strong emerald card that's like a higher cost let's see um and then using that um, also if you guys don't have the Loracana app very handy that's what i'm going on right now to look and see if there's any high emerald cards for him also has a lore counter that we use every time yeah literally every time um i did really love using stampede because i just have not had any cards that just do damage 
And so getting to go stampede and finally seeing some damage from a uh, from an action instead of just my characters was really nice. I had a lot of fun playing this deck. Again, check it out on uh, our Twitter and Instagram at Quest for Five Pod. Uh, let me know what you think of it. Let me know what changes you'd make. Uh, I would love some feedback on this because I'm definitely going to do a couple of small tweaks to this and I'm going to play it uh, at the next organized play I have and um, see how that goes. Uh, just loving this. I'll, I'll probably play this a few times this week with Faith on just one-on-one -on -one at home games to see how that goes too. Uh, but yeah. Great deck, super fun. Um, I'm going to continue with it for sure. So the only cards in the um, Emerald deck that have like a good defense is Mother Gothel, the um, selfish manipulator, which now you know why. Selfish manipulator, because he started watching Tangled. Um, but she has a six defense. What's her strength though? Uh, three. And she gets a two um, lore, but that's the only, all the rest of them have like a five defense, four defense. Like there's no big ones mm -hmm. like that. And none of them have like a really strong attack. Mm -hmm. They're okay. all like, I think it goes like up to, oh wait, just kidding. Um, Mickey Mouse Artful Rogue has a six attack and five defense. Okay. I like that a lot more than the Mother Gothel one because mm -hmm. to me, Mother Gothel sounds like, you know, uh, you know, like a level two quester who is kind of sturdy. She's going to stay in the game for a little while. Mm -hmm. She gets a couple of turns and you're able to quest with her a couple of times. Um, she doesn't really seem like a card I would want to use for attacking. No, but the Mickey Mouse has a like seven play cost and he's not inkable. Okay, so that is, I think, what I'm looking for. Like okay. I wanted a higher cost character that I could put down mid to late game um and start like doing some good damage he's and, also like... a two lore and you can shift him for five on a mickey mouse oh oh that's perfect because i have all four of the, the mickey detective. mouse detectives mm -hmm. and i love playing mickey mouse detective in any deck i have that's sapphire so uh we'll have to check i think we do have i don't think we have him let me see the image real quick mm, no he's we a don't. super rare too um, yeah. But his action is misdirection. Whenever you play an action, choosing chosen opposing character can't quest their next turn. Yeah, okay, I remember. Mm -hmm. uh, we saw other people pull that card, that's why. I so it'd be good. And then there's other, like, none of them are really big hitters or anything. There's just a lot of, like, three lore mm -hmm. ones, like Hans and um, Cusco. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Mother Gothel and that one are the only one that, like, have a good defense in the Emerald deck so far. Okay, so we'll see if we if we pull some artful rogues, then um, I'll go ahead and add them. But maybe I'll have to just take, take another look at our sapphire cards and see what attackers we have. Um, we'll do that sometime this week. Mm -hmm. Also, on the app, if you go to like the catalog, it'll show um, the first chapter along with the released Rise of the Flumber cards. But do know that um, if you want the quickest initial like first view of the cards. You're going to need to join the Discord because they post it in Discord and um, long before they post it in this app. And so uh, join the Discord if you want firsthand or, or to be among the first people to actually see it. And then Reddit, of course, somehow, you know, not surprisingly, Reddit gets it before they manage to update the app. Of course they do. It's Reddit. Faith, how did you feel about your deck this week? Um, I felt pretty good. Um, 
I wasn't like super impressed with it, but that's also because I don't think I was drawing a lot of good cards. Like usually when I play with this deck, the first hand that I get either has my Maleficent that is the two lore or my Aladdin that has the two lore that are both like a really low play cost or the Lilo that's also a low play cost with the two lore. So then I can just bust those out and just start building lore. And I feel like I didn't do that this turn. So I felt like a little behind with my lore there. So I don't know, but usually that's how it goes. And you always complain that I get my Maleficent in like the first hand. And I feel like that didn't happen. Maybe once. I think I had it once, and then I got two of them, like, right away. Yeah, there was that. There was one game where I did back-to-back turns at the beginning of taking her out with Flounder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, like, the only time. Other than that, I didn't really get a Lilo or Aladdin, either. I kept getting all my high characters, and then when I would mulligan, I would draw them, and I would draw the same ones. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, kind of a tough week for you. It was fun, though. I really, really enjoyed playing with my mom, and I really love that she's so interested in this. Yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, Her mom came up uh, to visit for the weekend, and so uh, she really wanted to come and play. And so we we brought her to organize play and um, I let her use my uh, Amber Sapphire deck. That is my usual go to. Um, And she did pretty good with it. Like we said before, Mm -hmm. uh, she almost won every game. And, you know, she she said she didn't know what she was doing, but. I think she just didn't have the confidence in that because she was doing really well. Mm-hmm. I like I didn't have I sat beside her and I was helping her for the first few turns and then I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna help you anymore because you clearly don't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was only kind of like understanding some of the fine fine print rules that we mm-hmm. had to work on, but other than that, she, she got it. You know, she's also a big um, uh, board card game mm-hmm. player, so that probably just helped. Yeah, definitely. Um, the last thing I wanted to mention, though, while talking about organized play is, I don't know how I missed this, but there is a conspiracy theory that the Taylor Mickey Mouse packs have better card pulls in them. Um, and so we noticed, it was kind of strange, like last week when we were getting handed out cards, we got to pick them ourselves, but upside they were down. all upside mm-hmm. down. And I was like, I didn't really think anything of it. And then this week when, she, when the uh, store employee did it again... I was like, okay, hold up. Is there like some kind of conspiracy theory? And she like rolled her eyes to the back of her head. And she's like, yes, there is a conspiracy theory. And I was like, let me guess. Taylor Mickey Mouse is the best one. She's like, yes. Because he is the poster child, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, hmm. I would like to see some stats on how realistic this actually is. Well, Um, we get to test that theory because we have a Taylor Mickey pack and an Elsa. So we'll see which one is better. And speaking of which, let's get set up for that. Okay, let's start with the Elsa one first, so we can test our theory. Perhaps. If she can get it open. Alright, that's really cool. This is going to be real cute on the TikTok. I'll cut it, it's fine. Let me... Oh, okay. After much struggle. I got it. All right. Got an ear. We have another freeze. Vicious betrayal. Going straight to the deck. Donald Duck stuffing his, strutting his stuff. He's got a sword. 
Pumbaa, Friendly Warthog, Beastmere, which I might end up putting in my deck, Rafiki, Mysterious Sage, Dr. Falsifer's Facilier's cards, Aurora Regal, Regal Princess, Corella Deville, Miserable as Usual, a John Silver. Nice. That's exciting. Which is a legendary card, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. What's his strength on there? Five and five. Okay. That might be the card I use. And a bell. We finally pulled the bell. Oh, look at that. The chances that I and said I'm hoping we And it's a foil. Baby, it's a foil. Ugh, this is... I knew that when you said it before, you were like, I really hope. I was like, she's going to be in one of these card decks. She's going to be in here. And it's a foil. Look at that. Well, so far, Mickey got a hard thing to beat. And we got got two legendaries in this one. Because John Silver is also legendary. This is a good pull. It was. And I don't... Do we have... Um, Doctor Facilier's cards? No, yeah. we do not. That's a new. One I was going to say well. this one. I don't think I've seen. You pay one less ink for the next action you play this turn. Which I don't nice. have too many actions, so I don't know if I'll use that. But if I do restructure this deck to have more actions, then yeah. But two legendaries. The only way that this is going to get any better, like the only way that Mickey's going to be better, is if we pull an Enchanted. This is amazing. I love that you saw, I want that card, and then we pulled it. That was great. I'm feeling real good. All right. Now time for the Mickey. Hopefully this one opens smoother. Look at that. First try. All right. A foot. Wonderful. Another freeze. Golden. Stolen. Stolen. Scimitar. Scimitar. <laughs> Promise I can read. <laughs> Develop your brain. Abu. Pumbaa friendly warthog. Another Hercules true hero. Prince Philip dragon slayer. Another smash. Dragon fire. I like tenth one. Another Aladdin heroic outlaw. Oh, amazing. A Hans thirteenth in line. And a Gaston Arrogant Hunter. Okay. You know, no Enchanted. Um, honestly, first comparison between yeah, trying that. to keep track of the Mickey Mouse versus the other packs. Gotta say it. Elsa was better. Yep, that was debunked. But we got two Legendary and two Super Rares. What a good pull. I'm Those thrilled. were great. I'm, yeah, and then the um, pack that we opened with my mom because we wanted to show her, um, I, there wasn't, I don't Nothing know, that one wasn't a very good pull. I don't think there was anything that either one of us were, like, super excited about, but this Hans is going in my deck. It says his ability is stage a little accident. Whenever this character quests, you may deal one damage to chosen character. And he's a two lore, so he's going straight into my deck. And I know that you you're putting 
this one in yours. Yeah, I've got a few cards now to add to my deck. I'm really mm-hmm. excited. Uh, that John Silver is the second one, and so both of those are definitely going in. Yeah, this Aladdin is... Yeah, He's if, a good one. I know, I love... It's the Heroic Outlaw, so it's when you defeat someone, you... What's the ability? Um, During your turn, whenever this character banishes another character in a challenge, you gain two lore, and each opponent loses two lore. That's right. Okay, that's what I thought, but I wanted to double-check. Um, if I ever do go back to Ruby and it's using these Heroic Outlaws, I think that might be our third Heroic Outlaw. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to quickly mention that the cards that we got um, out of the pack that her mom got was Elsa, Queen Regent, Mickey Mouse, Steamboat Pilot, Mufasa, King of the Pride Lands, Pongo, Old Rascal, Simba, Protective Cub, uh, Cub Kristoff, Official Ice Master, Cinderella, Gentle and Kind, Simba, Rightful Heir, Cut to the Chase, Stolen Scimitar, Musketeer Tabard, and Hades, King of Olympus. I think the only one of those that will be going in my deck is the Musketeer Tabard, because I do really like that one. Isn't that one, like, it's an item that stays out, and if a bodyguard gets banished, I get to put him back in my hand? You may draw a card. So the full text is um, Musketeer Tabard, item card, four cost to play, and the uh, the ability text of the card is all for one and one for all. Whenever one of your characters with bodyguard is banished, you may draw a card. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's still nice. Now if I have two of them, I, if I get two of them out there, I get to draw two. I think that that would be good. That was a, such a good pull. We both got a card, like a really good card. I literally can't believe that you were talking about this bell and how you wander. Mm-hmm. And then we drew her. I knew that was going to happen to you. Had a feeling. I feel so good um, about it. I, mm. And she's a foil. Mm-hmm. Like. We got yeah. lucky. We got real lucky this time around. Maybe we should have opened the Mickey Mouse one first. Yeah. Just to have that. <laughs> yeah, ended on the higher note. Yeah. We're going to give you a quick Disney trivia fact to end this episode. So the if you've watched Fuller House, Full House, then um the guy that plays Steve, who is DJ's boyfriend in that show, um he also plays Aladdin, which I thought was really interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't ever think that that was his voice. All right. Well, thanks, Faith. Uh, Stay tuned for more tips, strategies, and updates in our future episodes. Stay posted for another episode on deck building. And don't forget to rate and subscribe and follow us on social media at Quest for 5 pod on Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, and TikTok. Hopefully by the time this episode is out. Yeah. Also, quick note, we recorded our first bonus episode where we rewatched The Lion King and came up with a list of new card ideas. So we're going to be trying to get that out uh, hopefully within the next week uh, we're really excited about it it was um, a fun little adventure uh, revisiting the Lion King thank you for joining us on Quest for Five until next time keep summoning questing and may your inkwells never run dry <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>